Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with Janelle and Leslie. I'm Janelle Cameron. Hi there, I'm Leslie Pearson. And today we're going to be going over the statistics from September. Welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with the Janelle Cameron team, the podcast that helps make your real estate dreams a reality. The Janelle Cameron team is your expert source for all things real estate in the greater Toronto area. Whether you're considering a renovation to improve your return on investment, looking at homes for the very first time, or even considering becoming an agent yourself, we've got you covered. Hey everybody, how you doing? Hope you had an awesome week. Um, we're going to focus today on the stats for, uh, Trump stats for September. Those just came out today and uh, always interesting. Um, what are you seeing out there, Leslie? Anything of note that you you found about the market? Um, I'm uh, seeing a, a continued strong market, but perhaps a little bit of, um, you know, I, what I don't see is a sense of urgency. Mm. I think that's the thing that's changed in over since the spring, maybe. Mm-hmm. So still strong, still busy, but people kind of not as motivated, maybe. Maybe that's my assessment of what I'm seeing. What about you? Yeah, maybe a different... I don't know, it just depends, yeah. right? Um, the numbers certainly don't reflect that. Yeah, I know. They do reflect a lack of urgency with respect to listings. Um, right. Yeah, and we'll talk about that, I guess. We might as well just jump right into it. Um, really, really, really strong month. It's been <clears throat> super interesting to see how real estate has played out uh, in conjunction with the election and different things, all these promises that people have made, you know, about what they're going to do to try to make housing more affordable. And, um, you know, it's it's the same thing we talk about here every week. It just basically comes to, down to supply and demand. We have demand. We don't have supply. So whatever the government thinks they're going to do to help that, I have no idea, unless they're going to start building more houses <laughs> immediately. Um, we know that's not going to happen. So... Where do we go? I mean, especially if you're looking in the in the Toronto proper in the city, we don't have any more room. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless you're talking about condos, there is no other option than what we have available. So, um, so yeah. So basically, in a nutshell, we had 34 percent less listings than we did this time last year. That's a huge amount. Yeah, that's shocking. Um, and I wonder what what have you what what are you thinking about the reasons for that? Is that election hesitation? Is it the state of COVID? I don't know. I don't Is think it it's burnout? either. Maybe burnout. Mm-hmm. But, but I mean, I think it's a bit of a um, circle because people mm-hmm. can't find anything to buy, so they don't list. Mm-hmm. And if they don't list, they can't buy. So right. it's the same kind of. Right. Cycle. I do, I think, hear from most people that the biggest issue they're having is they cannot find anything suitable for them. Right. It's too expensive. It's not in the right neighborhood. It doesn't meet their needs. And there just isn't enough product out there to choose from. Right. So it's coming down to supply and demand. and Just your basic old supply and demand economic problem. Um, As a result of that, we had, and this is interesting to me, uh, we had... Um, 19% less sales from last year, 34% less listings. I mean, 
everything is getting scooped up. I, I'm not even sure what our um, inventory supply is right now, but it, it's got to be mm-hmm. well less than a month, mm-hmm. a month's worth. Um, and so it's tight. It's really, really tight. And then, you know, we know what that does to the prices. It's a pretty obvious mm-hmm. scenario, right? Mm-hmm. Prices go up and mm-hmm. they are up 19.5% from last year. And they're also up over last month. Mm-hmm. So, um, and that's just going to keep happening. Right. And um, that's been the story in the GTA for the, since I've been in real estate. Yes. Uh, there have been a couple minor blips, but uh, that only lasted a month at each, a couple months at each time. Yeah. Um, and it comes down to exactly the problem you say. Everybody I talk to says, well, that's all well and good, but where am I going to go? Where am I going to go? Yeah. And I think in the past, and even this time last year, mm-hmm. you could go to the suburbs. Right. But, but right. now you can't. And I think that's m- maybe the bigger issue is that the ex- the it's so expensive to move out of the city. Mm-hmm. It's just as expensive almost than it is to move in the city. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people where they used to take advantage of that are now thinking, well, I'm not going to pay, you know, $1.6 million to live in, you know, Mississauga mm-hmm. in a house that needs renovating when mm-hmm. I can just stay here. Mm-hmm. So... It is, it is fascinating, this real estate market I find fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, even though we work in it, it just the whole thing is, is just, it's a wonder. It mm-hmm. really is a wonder. Mm-hmm. So average price, again, up 19% from last year, brought the average selling price, all home types, all different products, 1.136. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so that includes your condos, that includes freehold that's in the city and out of the city 1.136 is what you need now if you want a home yeah obviously not exactly but that's the average that's pretty that's pretty tough yeah Mm -hmm. it is tough Mm -hmm. where i was blown away was the individual details this month uh where a detached is now 1.778 in the 416 almost 1.779 in the 416, that's up 19.5% over last year. Mm-hmm. And then the detached in the 905 is now 1.45. So that number has shrunk dramatically since even we started doing this podcast. Mm-hmm. That's up 31%. 31%. Yeah. So, so that speaks to the point you raised earlier. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you would be thinking of selling, where what would you do? Yeah. Would you... Would you consider selling in this market? Yes, I would. Um, because I'm probably at the stage of life where I might want to <clears throat> downsize, change product, right? Um, I don't need, you know, I don't need the house I have anymore. I'm kind of mm-hmm. looking to more of a transitional type of property at some point. So, yeah, I would consider it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I fall into the same boat. Um, but maybe if you're, you know, you're most of your sellers in the past and maybe now would be looking um, within the same housing type, maybe just a um, step up a little bit or whatever. And that that has been gotten removed. The step up is yeah. hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't think there's any lateral moves no. anymore. <laughs> no. And so I think a lot of, you know, if you're a downsizer, okay. Yeah, that's a difference. Yeah, yeah. but I think for most people, mm-hmm. they're they're trading up mm-hmm. and that's that's a real mm-hmm. challenge right yeah. now so that's i think yeah what's been removed from the market yeah mm-hmm. now if i was if i had a small you know semi-detached in toronto you know a small three-bedroom home 
two bathroom, no parking, and I needed more space for my family, maybe I would then, for the same money, trade to buy something in in Oakville yeah, or a little bit further or field. Durham. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Like that's mm-hmm. a, maybe a bit of a, a mm-hmm. better option for people. So I think if you need more space, mm-hmm. you're getting more space in the suburbs for the same amount of money, mm-hmm. but you're not going to save anything anymore mm-hmm. unless you go way far out. Mm-hmm. So it's a lateral move financially. A different, not a lateral move in terms of housing type, but um, yeah. certainly some sacrifice, but some advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, but all of that affecting people's decisions to listen now or not. Yeah. And the people that are, you know, uh, for whatever reason, are making uh, the decision to sell, they're they're doing so well. Oh, my God, they're cashing yeah. in. Yeah, so cashing I in. would consider it for that reason. It's totally. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially if you're one of these people. Like, I keep hearing about this mass exodus out of Ontario into... Halifax and to Vancouver, if that's something that's on your mind, why wouldn't you do it? Mm-hmm. I mean, you'd just be crazy not to. I guess on some level, maybe there are some people thinking, well, maybe I'll wait another month or two, or maybe right. I'll wait to the spring, you know, and I'll be able to make even more money. And and, uh, and that's true. Evidence <laughs> suggests that's true. <laughs> yeah. If you keep waiting, you keep making more. That's right. what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, the other good news I thought was uh, the average condo price. So the average condo in Toronto now just shy of seven fifty. That's up eight point five percent. So that's up a huge amount. Mm-hmm. Um, we got to remember, you know, for many months we were hovering around one percent. Yeah, 1%, yeah no, this 2%. is very healthy, very, very healthy, healthy condo market. Yeah, condos in the nine hundred five up eighteen percent. Yeah, see that floors me. Me but, too, but again, mm-hmm. these people want to move and get somewhere cheaper, and now they can't do that. And now they're buying mm-hmm. condos in the nine hundred five. Mm-hmm. Um, that average price is still reasonable, six thirty four, right? So if you are somebody who wants to buy something and you have a very limited amount of money, mm-hmm. but you want to stay within the GTA, you know, condos still an option. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't rule that out. Mm-hmm. So many people are are really opposed to condos. You know, you are, you're either in or you're out and there's no kind of in between. There's no, I would consider it. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm all about the condo or I would never do a condo. I'm a thing. I, I'm an, I would consider it person. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can, uh, I can see it. Not um, many of you though. Mm-hmm. I think no, most people are very like. And it may be because I've lived in a condo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're it, polarizing yeah. for some mm-hmm. reason. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm having that conversation with my father and there's not a chance. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Which I don't. Which mm-hmm. I don't get. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I've mentioned this before, but you know, having elderly parents who mm-hmm. went from, you know, a, a, th- a three bedroom mm-hmm. average size home to a condo, mm-hmm. a two bedroom condo, they couldn't be happier. Yeah, they, exactly. lo- I mean, mm-hmm. this no grass cutting, mm-hmm. no snow shoveling. Mm-hmm. They, they, I mean, they just love it. Mm-hmm. So it just depends, I guess, on the stage of life you're at, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I ran into, um, this is not condo related, but I ran into someone who I haven't seen in several years in the grocery store the other day, and um, he owns his own travel-related business and has, you know, been devastated financially mm. um, from COVID, um, but he talked about all that he is doing, moving investments from here, selling this, doing that, held with the sole purpose of holding on to his house as yeah. long as he can. Yeah. Because he says every month he sees that uh, increase investment and, and yeah. if he can avoid it, yeah, um, he's going to avoid selling. Yeah. Um, so Makes that's an interesting conversation. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is interesting conversation. Mm-hmm. It's it's a tough one. Mm-hmm. 
Um, okay, so we are, as we always do, we like to go over the uh, winners and losers mm-hmm. of the market. Um, and let's, I mean, there's never any real changes, are there? There's this. It wasn't, you know what I find? There's in uh, GTA, there's no real surprises. No. And everything is, exp- <laughs> we, everything is like, understandable if you think a little bit about it. it it's true. <clears throat> it, is, it is actually very interesting. Um, okay, so the top performing community in Toronto for Detached, two months in a row is E10. E10 is Scarborough. It is uh, the east, you know, kind of the very east end of Scarborough, right before you get to Pickering. Um, prices increased there 22% this month. That was the, the number one. Um, which again is not really that surprising because we did see that last year as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, the bottom of the list once again was C eight, so that's central, lower central eastern part of the downtown core. But the good news is they are no longer flat or negative. They were up five point four five percent. So C eight's finally having a bit of a turnaround. Mm-hmm. There's been some interesting ones though, like. Um, The West End, W1, W2, so High Park, Swansea, that kind of area. Um, Not like one of the lower increases at, you know, seven, seven and a half percent. So uh, the West End, for some reason in general, eh, maybe not as hot as the East End this year. Right. Yeah. So now let's see if the same thing holds true as it has every month for the other communities. Um, Usually we're looking at uh, a couple of areas in Simcoe County that have been the highest increases. And uh, once again, the highest <laughs> increase of all the 905 is ESSA. ESSA. We, we love ourselves some ESSA. We love ESSA. We know all about <laughs> ESSA now. 41%, if you can imagine that. Yeah. 41%. Like those people in ESSA must be just <laughs> <laughs> jumping up and down for joy. Yeah. I mean, it's 41%. I just, I can't even imagine. No. You just, if you're making money hand over fist over there, is that going to keep up? I don't know. Um, Durham region, also super hot. You know, we've got always the same thing. Brock region, Clarington, those were good at almost 35%. Oshawa, 33%. All in the 30s there. Um, And and again, a lot of Simcoe County is is really hot, you know. Mm-hmm. yeah, Innisfil, 35%. Innisfil is a community, we've talked about this before, but I think that's a region where we're going to see huge growth year over year mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm, I agree. Yeah, based on what they plan to be doing. Yeah, the infrastructure there, the growth, the transportation. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and you know, we really, I think, uh, need to be considering these things as alternatives. Okay, if you own a condo, we've got, um, you know, obviously the increases aren't as severe, but we had the highest increase going to E7, now which that, is also Scarborough. Yeah, and uh, th- that's the first time that they've ranked that high, isn't it? I think so. I yeah, welcome. Welcome, E7. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the top. Uh, they're at 13.36%. Yeah, that's uh, that's Scarborough region. Um, and we had another decline of NC9, which I think was the second month in a row, and that's uh, very expensive Mm-hmm. Community, Rosedale, Moore mm-hmm. Park, mm-hmm. Uh, minus 2.73 from last year. I don't put too much stock in that, though. No, I, I don't put uh, a lot of stock in either extreme. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the reason for that, people, is because, like, you could have a whole bunch of one-bedroom condo sell one month, 
and then the next month have a whole bunch of two-bedroom condos sell and it's just the way it goes mm-hmm. especially if you're looking somewhere like c9 you just don't get a lot of activity there at all mm-hmm. right so that pretty much wraps up the numbers now we need to be i think somehow helping people how do how can we help people determine where to go next what they should be doing their best investment strategy in terms of you know owning a property and i mean investing but like what should they be doing where should they be going how you know how can we get them out there in the market well the answer to that is is not universal i think it's Mm -hmm. Uh, depends on each person's situation and life um, stage and expectations and motivation for moving. Um, so I don't know that there's a universal answer to that. M- most, some, a good chunk of people are not motivated by the f- in their primary residence by the financial mm-hmm. aspect of it. Mm-hmm. It's a quality of life and a life stage decision. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. What do you think? Uh, you know, the what one am I th- missing? I don't know. I mean, it's. I think it's, it's tough, obviously, but I do feel like people have to start getting creative and we need to help them mm-hmm. figure out what that means. So mm-hmm. does that mean, for example, that people really start to consider this co-ownership opportunity. So, Mm -hmm. you know, you and someone you know buy a duplex together or you and someone you know buy, you know, even a house. It doesn't even have to be a duplex together. Figure out how to make it work for yourselves. Live there for two or three years. You know, make Mm -hmm. enough money to then buy your own individual residences. Right, yeah. So you're talking about how can we help people who are not currently in the market get into it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, more like... You know, for all those people that are struggling, you know, that need solutions on how they're going to be able to. Yeah, because we both are strong believers in the uh, pushers of the idea of just own something. Right. So, um, you know, we have to look at, uh, you know, the uh, ownership arrangements you mentioned might be one thing. What people are looking for might be another. People, you know, maybe it's time to think about a different kind of housing um, and where that is. Mm-hmm. Um, try and uh, um, get people into places they may not otherwise have considered. Mm-hmm. But I think we have to help people realize the advantages and the merits of buying something, anything, just to get started. Right. And um, and if you cannot do that, right, that's what I'm saying. And like then if, so hook up with family or friends. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Family or friends. Um, you know, having a co-signer is always an option mm-hmm. if that if that is available to you as a, as someone who maybe their parents can't help you financially, but they can help co-sign uh, to get you that mortgage, to, you know, guarantee that they will pay it if you can't pay it. So I think, you know, we've really got to start to kind of think about other ways, other ways to get in, right? Mm -hmm. Um, It's, I mean, I know for many years people have been saying it's unaffordable, but it really is unaffordable for most people. Also, renting has become very unaffordable. So it's very difficult for, you know, young people to get into the market. So I think that that is a great opportunity is to start thinking about, you know, maybe you and I partner up together and 
you know, and just buy something. I do have a friend that did that, bought a triplex with a friend. Mm-hmm. And it was the smartest thing I had, mm-hmm. I had heard. Mm-hmm. And she eventually bought the friend out, then rented a couple units, then took over the whole house. And then, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. bought it with a friend for like 300000 sold it seven years later for almost $2 million. Right. So and now you, that's all her money. So if you're being frustrated because you can't buy something on your own, maybe looking to other people to buy with is an idea. It's yeah. something. It's definitely, yeah. you know, I think about, I just today I was sitting there on my drive here, actually, and I was thinking about all the people over the years that I've tried to help and worked with who have said to me, I can't afford it. I'm just going to wait. I'm going to see if the market cools down. And, you know, they've, they'll never be able to afford mm-hmm. anything now. Mm-hmm. Had they have just bought something when they, when they said that in the first place, when they probably could have afforded it, mm-hmm. you know. You know, maybe another idea. I mean, I guess it's just thinking outside the box. Yes. Is, is it a smart idea, um, if you're feeling that way, to continue to rent, but to buy something as investment property somewhere else where you can at least buy? So in Windsor or, right. you know, somewhere. And, yeah. and if you want to live here, but you can't buy here, you know, continue to rent, but buy something Yes. somewhere so yeah. that that helps your chances of eventually buying something for yourself where you want to be well your money needs to start working for mm-hmm. you and if you think you're going to make this kind of money in the market you're i don't mean real estate market mm-hmm. i mean like financial market you never will mm-hmm. you can't make 40 percent mm-hmm. in a year mm-hmm. you can't do that mm-hmm. and so you know it's you really have to think about it mm-hmm. yeah i've started to think you know i have a daughter in university out of town and um she's there with a couple of um, very good friends. Shouldn't the parents of those three other kids and me get together and buy something for mm-hmm. them to live in yep. rather than have them rent something? Yes, although yeah. even better, you just do it on your own and <laughs> collect the money. Yeah, yeah. But I if mean, I couldn't, and I don't think I could, well, then, yeah. And then, like your friend, figure it out in the future and exactly. buy each other out and yeah. move on. Uh-huh. So I have, uh, and this is a great, this is a great story actually so I have these lovely people who um, were referral actually from uh, a colleague and they have sons who were going to school here in Toronto they're from like the Hamilton region and they were coming to Toronto and they refused to rent and so they decided they're going to buy a house for the four years that they're in mm-hmm. this school mm-hmm. and um, together. Mm-hmm. And so that's what they've done. 50-50, the boys picked the place. You know, they were, they were involved, but the boys picked the place. They do all the work. They pay the maintenance fees and everything like that. The parents pay for the unit. And, um, and when the four years is up, they'll sell. Mm-hmm. And I thought that that's that just makes total sense to me. Mm-hmm. Why would you, why would you throw that money away, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, just think about that. They're going to make. I was, I think it was a five or six hundred thousand dollar condo. Um, maybe it was like six fifty or something like that. So you know, at minimum, they're going to be making in four years two hundred thousand dollars. Why would you be paying to rent that same space? Would be twenty five hundred bucks a month. Mm-hmm. Why would you do it? Mm-hmm. So, you know, very smart. Um, that's what people need to be thinking about. I think you, you, you need to start taking some chances. But it sounds to the average person that that sounds like they're in a pretty privileged position to be able to even be able to do that. But you're now looking at like $300,000 each. Mm-hmm. Most people can afford a, that mortgage. That's very low mm-hmm. mortgage, very low, mm-hmm. very low payment. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. So let's just say they're not the parents, right? Mm-hmm. But there's two people who want to buy something and decide they only can afford $300,000 each. Why not go and buy a two-bedroom mm-hmm. unit up in North York where this is, which mm-hmm. is a decent place, mm-hmm. and make your money over yeah. four years? No, I agree. I, I'm on the same page. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So anyway, food for thought, I think, uh, you know, for those of you, I just felt a little bad for people today mm-hmm. <laughs> looking at these numbers. I thought, oh, God, mm-hmm. you know, good for those of us that are in, but mm-hmm. not so good if you're not. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So we'll just see what happens. Mm-hmm. This is how it goes, right? Um, all right. Any Anything else to contribute today? Is that about it? it that's good for me. All right. So, uh, as always, we're here. If you have any questions, just let us know. Reach out anytime. Make sure you're subscribed so you get all the new downloads of this uh, podcast, which come out once a week. And, of course, follow us on all of our socials at the Janelle Cameron team. And in the meantime, we wish you happy real estate. Happy real estate, everyone. We hope you've enjoyed the Toronto Real Estate Show with the Janelle Cameron team. But more importantly, we hope you feel better informed and enthusiastic about your real estate future. We know buying and selling can be stressful, so let us help. If you're looking for hands-on support in the greater Toronto area, the Janelle Cameron team from REMAX Hallmark Realty is ready to assist. Visit JanelleCameron.com. That's J-E-N-E-L-L-E Cameron.com. Or dial 416-486-5588. Join us again next week as we deliver more content to help you reach your real estate dreams.